Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back to another awesome scoreboard addicts uh post-game conversation. We're back. Hockey season over with baseball season. Here it is. And we're doing post-games for the ALDS game one, New York Yankees against the Cleveland Guardians. Ugh. And uh John Redcorn would hate that name. Anyhow, um, <laughs> um, big night. For We're the, not stopping with the King of the Hill references tonight, folks. We are not. If you caught the last show, TJ and I went on a tangent on King of the Hill. Um, but uh, big night for New York sports. and New York Rangers start the season off with a W. But we're here to talk about the New York sure. Yankees who have just defeated the Cleveland Guardians 4-1 uh, to one in New York, in the ballpark, in the Bronx. Gentlemen, thoughts. TJ, if you would be so kind. Uh, thoughts right out the gate. Good for the fans that showed up. Uh, I think they got their money's worth tonight. And those tickets are going off at a pretty penny. So exactly what you want to see. I think the biggest takeaway from tonight is the fact that the Yankees had a little bit of time off and they were able to still generate a little bit of offense, enough offense to win. And uh, I think that was a concern going in where – you know what? Yeah, you're not playing. It's great not to have to play into a kind of a play-in game for the playoffs. Again, it's three games in the wild card, best of three series. But uh, it's that you don't want to be in the wild card, but how much momentum do you lose with having almost a week off? Or You know what I mean? But it was good to see them come out. Uh, Cole gave up one run. Um, it wouldn't have been that bad if, uh, you know, we had um, what's his name IKF actually put the ball into play with uh, man on first and second, so they hit into that double play, uh, a situation where the Yankees could have capitalized on runners in scoring position. So you, you, listen, Cole's going to give up the home run ball. He's going to give up the long ball. It's just it, the, the stats show you that it's going to happen. But I think the fact that he limited to you know one run and what did he throw tonight? Uh, 100 pitches? 101 pitches. 101 pitches. So it's, it, I think that's a great night for, for Garrett Cole. I think he earned his paycheck tonight. I think the Yankees offense earned their paycheck tonight. So, uh, I don't know. I, 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 overall, I'm excited for the, the series going forward. And we know how tight baseball playoffs is. 
four runs is nothing. It's not a slouch effort. It's not, uh, you know, it's not seven. It's not eight. But it doesn't matter. It it, it could be two to one. You got the win. You did their your, your job. So a week off, coming out, putting up four runs. I'm happy with it. Nick, I would like to say two words. Anthony Rizzo. I think he is his hands are all over this win. I'm he sorry. I just, if you real quick, if you could just introduce yourself to our crowd, they may not know you. <laughs> Hi, sure. I'm Anthony Trois. I'm uh, the Rook. People call me the Rook. I am the special guest today for the, the Scoper X podcast. Um, I actually put in the description when I made this uh, – for the YouTube, I put Nick, TJ Nick a joint, but special guest of Rook. So I, I, I get it. It's been a while since I've been here. But Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo, hands low over the game, two-run home run. Judge gets a walk, steals second, and then they throw it away. He go moves to third. Next thing you know, it's, he puts it into uh, you know was the, the short porch in right field. Gives the Yankees a four-to-one lead. Defensively, he had the play. He had the, the couple of picks. He saved Donaldson on a pick. He saved IKF there in the ninth. Uh, in the eighth inning, uh, Wandy Peralta comes in, uh, facing a lefty, the runner on first. Jose Ramirez gets a base hit, leadoff base hit, um, and immediately turns double play. And it was a smart play, too. He took it. It was a hard hit ball at first. He was playing the line because he had the shift going. Put steps on first, throws a second, get the tag out on on her, uh, Ramirez. So I think if it was a, it would be a tougher play if he went to second first and then come back to uh, – yeah, go to second and then come back to first. So I think it was smart of him to quickly think to step on first and then throw the ball down the second base. So uh, I think Anthony Rizzo, it's nice and refreshing to have a really good defensive first baseman and not have to worry about any play um, like uh, like Luke Voigt when he played there. You always worry about scoops there. You worry about him making a nice play. Uh, it's just nice to have a really good defensive uh, first baseman. Yeah, um, I feel like uh, Garrett Cole definitely did step up today. And again – it's sad to say, yes, he's going to give up home runs here and there. Um, but what I thought was most impressive was he was throwing 97 today. Granted, 97 is not slow, but he wasn't cranking out 100 miles an hour. And they won. They won with him throwing 97. And, and we, we talk about this a lot. This is between pitching and throwing, right? There are a lot of guys that throw 100 miles an hour. They have no idea where it's going to go. And they get, t- they get tagged regularly because they can't throw it on the corner. You know, one thing one thing I want to add to that is, especially early in the game, you could tell he was on top of the baseball with everything breaking, and you cannot get hurt that way because even though you're throwing them for balls, you're not leaving them out over the middle of the plate in the zone. He was on top of that baseball for the breaking stuff. He was throwing it with, you know, that just definition of a snap hook, curveball, and Again, for the first three innings, I don't know if he threw any strikes with, with, with a breaking pitch, but it was enough to get strikeouts nonetheless. And I, I, I would rather see a pitcher throw curveballs and have players lay off of it because you're too much on top of the ball, especially at the start of the game, than being too weak with them and giving up home runs on just curveballs that don't curve. Yeah, cement yeah, mixers, yeah. if you will. Yeah, um, he, he got a big – he got – what was it, third inning? Did the bases loaded, one out. And he got yeah. it was a big in for him to get out of that. At that yeah. point, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this could be Garrett Cole again. Base knock comes in. They're going to give him. That could have been brutal. Runs. It could have been terrible. And it could be terrible for his psyche, too, because he's he's kind of one of those mental guys. He's a, a kind of a – all pitchers are. But, you know, he had a terrible outing against the Red Sox last year. You know, it would have been devastating for him, I think, as as a pitcher to be like, I can't fucking perform in the, in the postseason now. Right. You know, and and going forward. 
Yeah. You want him yeah. to be mentally prepared for game six, right? You want him yeah. to be be in the zone and, and feeling himself. And I think after tonight, he's definitely feeling himself going in. If it makes it to game six, I think he's feeling himself. And I, you know, has all the confidence in the world and he should. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I think he pitches again in five, but uh, yeah, game five. I, uh, I got to say, is there anybody who looks like they hate baseball more than Garrett Cole? <laughs> He's I, so I, serious. I, I just so looks serious. like he hates baseball. Like, it's weird. You look at a one-two like him and Nestor Cortez. Nestor Cortez, does he looks like nobody could be having more fun than him playing the game yeah. of baseball. Whereas Garrett Cole looks like the most miserable human being. Like, he looks like, why are you torturing me for making me be out here right now? Like, just watching him play baseball is really just difficult for me because he takes – no enjoyment in it while he's doing it. Ever. Yeah, I think he he's watching baseball. He doesn't enjoy playing baseball. He's all business and stress. Where Nestor Cortez is that guy sauntering out to the mound, like I get to play baseball today. What? what? Nestor Cortez, <laughs> that go- guy going. I wonder what happens if I mix a curveball with a fastball, but throw it like a changeup. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> well, I wanted. I wanted to ask you guys this question. So MVP game one. You know what you're thinking? Yeah. Illegal. Illegal. Who do you got? Who do you guys got? MVP of Game One for the New York Yankees, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, six and a third. Yeah, you got to go Cole. One hundred and one pitches, yeah. eight strikeouts, one earned run, one walk, and he got out of that huge jam that could have been worse. That was bad defense right there with Rizzo yeah. going home, getting no out there, and then Trevino yeah. getting nothing at third to make the bases loaded with less than two outs. That mm-hmm. was bad baseball. TJ and I were looking at each other like, I just can't believe they hit a ground ball to first base and got no outs. Yeah, no, that was brutal. That was a that was a bad point. Anthony Rizzo, I, you know, I said before how good he was defensively. That was like a, a mental error. From, Listen, he the saved the run. So I understand snapping it to home, but somebody also has to be communicating to the catcher to dude, he's not, he's going back to third. Screaming yeah. three. It's as easy as screaming the number three. Like fucking the count. Three. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like how hard is it? It's not that difficult. Scream three yeah. because he snapped down and bent down like he was waiting for a tag and there was nobody sliding into him and uh, uh, it essentially cost, cost him an out. If they were screaming three at him the whole time, he would have known to snap it to three and then would have got him in a pickle. Easy out. You yeah. said you said the count, and I was like, "Who?" And then you said three. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> and it clicked. I really had no idea what you were talking about. For a <laughs> Come on, man! Sesame Street. You said Can you tell count. me how to get how to get to Sesame, Sesame Street. I don't like the fucking like the count, like three and two. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh my god! <laughs> I guess we all we all agree. <laughs> Garrett calls MVP of Game One, and uh, Nick doesn't MVP. want Sesame Street. Unbelievable. I watched Sesame Street. I just haven't watched it. He's been watching it since a child. Years. For 30, 32 years. years. Yeah. Um, I watch Sesame Street every day, so I, 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 got, the, I got the joke. Um, <laughs> I would never watch that woke-ass shit these days. I uh, actually just went to Sesame Place over the weekend, and it was, it was a, yeah, it was a really fun time. Did you? How was it? Was it packed? It was actually packed because it was Halloween. They did, like, costumes and stuff, so it was pretty cool. They gave out candy. You walk around. You get trick-or-treating with the, like, um, they have, like pumpkin set up. It was actually pretty cool. Did you um, sing uh, Elmo's song? No, we didn't see Elmo's song live, which is upsetting. Oh, you we, didn't? You didn't? They had a special mm-hmm. Halloween show with the count. He was like the ho- like he was hosting it, and at the end, Elmo <laughs> came out in a, in a Michael Jackson leather, like the jacket, and Mike and he did he did the Michael Jackson dance. I was like, 
Elmo the thriller should not, uh, oh he should not be touching himself. Elmo did the whole fucking crotch grab and everything. It oh, was, that's terrible. Especially like, given given the uh, you know the optics of the fact that didn't the guy that used to puppet <laughs> Elmo was like molesting kids? I don't I know. Think if one of them, or, or supposedly one of them. Jesus. No, it was the dude that operated Elmo. It was the guy that had no, his hand up Elmo's ass. I, I, I think it really? it's, he's the he's the voice. I don't know if he's the operator. I thought he was the operator. It's Kevin. I'm pretty sure it's Kevin Clash. Who also <laughs> coincidentally did the voice of Splinter from Ninja Turtles. Really? I didn't know that. Valuable, valuable people. Let's do LVP of game one. What do you, what do you guys think? Least valuable? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson, good. once again, yeah. pimps a home run that's not a fucking home run. And not only does he not even get to second base, he gets thrown out at first. And in that inning, at the next batter's IKF, Gonzalez misplays a ball and and IKF ends up on third, right? Yeah. Which should have drove a a run home, right? Because if if Donaldson's running out of the box, it's a double, Mm -hmm. which means that when IKF hits that ball into the corner and Gonzalez misplays it, that means that one run scores, which makes it 2-1 off the rip. The next batter, if I remember correctly, is Trevino. Yeah, he got the RBI. Line drives up. Oh, he hits a sack fly. Excuse me. hits a sack fly. Which then scores IKF. So that inning now changes from being a 2-1 game to being a 3-1 game. All because Josh Donaldson, an infinite douche status that he loves to just be the complete asshole that he is, doesn't run out of the box. Between him and Tim Anderson, I don't know who I want to punch in the face more. Yeah, Why do you have to choose? Choose them both. I got got two hands. I can slap them with both. (laughs) I got Jack Johnson and Tom O'Leary right here. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go with josh donaldson as well i think i don't know, i just don't think he uh yeah he really should have got his head out of his ass there i mean i don't know what the fuck he's doing at that point it's it's it was frustrating to watch that especially in a tie game one one especially tie game one one you know you think eh, maybe he thinks he's, he's getting the there's no there's no there is never a reason off. not to hustle there is never a reason not to be like that oh it's gone i shouldn't hustle like you can't lose by hustling, even if it's out of the park by a hundred feet. No, no one's gonna be like, "Oh, look at this asshole running his hardest." They're gonna be like, "Yeah, yeah baby, hustle around them bases." Who yeah, gives yeah, a yeah. shit? It's a home yeah. run. I said it while we watched it live, and I'll say it again: the guy that hit sixty-two home runs this year would have ran around the bases. Oh, yep. he would have busted out of the box. He would run second standing. Easy. Yeah. Look yeah. How much he would have busted his ass. So I, I not to match you guys, and I agree with uh, both of your picks uh, for obvious reasons. But to keep it a little different, I, I, I and I think he made it up um, you, through the rest of the game. But IKF again, mm-hmm. dude, bullshit error. Like stay down on the ball. It, yeah. It's shortstop is not new to you. Just stay down and pick up the ball and throw it to first. I don't yeah, understand why these – he yeah. struggles on routine plays, and that's a problem. And that's going to hurt the Yankees in the long run of the playoffs. You cannot struggle on bullshit routine ground balls up mm-hmm. right up to you. I Stay down. I, I don't understand why it's hard. I mean, yeah. they, they you teach this shit and T-ball on from the time you're five years old on. Stay down on the ball. And he let that ball get – Right between his glove and the ground. 
And it, it, it could have had the potential to screw the Yankees. And then mm-hmm. again, man on first and second, he hits into the most routine double play in the world. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's just, I'm sorry. You can disagree with me and, and I, maybe I'm wrong and I hope I'm wrong. IKF isn't that shortstop that you want to have on your team. And what I mean by that is there's no spark there. There's nothing special about him. He's yeah. a okay player that can fill a gap. He's a stopgap player. You know what I mean? He's he exactly not what he is. Honestly, yeah, it, it's it, there's nothing special about him. And yeah. if anybody else better comes along, you take him right away. I think mm-hmm. I think he's playing out of position. The long and short of it. I mean, the Yankees. Uh, Brian Cashman loves to do that. He loves to play guys. That out is of true. Position. And pay, he likes to pay guys less money to play out of position, and he thinks he's a genius for it. IKF won a gold glove. That is correct at third base. He won a gold glove playing third base. Just like he wanted Glaber to be a freaking shortstop. Short he's stop. not a shortstop. You know, and and he wants DJ playing every position but the one that he won a gold glove at, right? Second base is where right. they won a gold glove. You know, he's got Judge playing center field the majority of the season because he was too stupid to get a center fielder that was serviceable before the season even started. Um so so many different guys on the team right now. And and even Oswaldo Cabrera, somebody like Oswaldo Cabrera, I'm pretty sure he's more valuable as like an infielder than he is an outfielder. Oh yeah, yeah, he is. He's actually I think he's a better infielder than he is an outfielder, but I mean he's playing uh, well. Right. I, I like Oswaldo Cabrera, but he made a nice play down the line, lost his hat on a foul ball, giving all giving his all, going to get that ball, but he got it. Mm-hmm. Lost his hat in the process, but he but he got it. Um he he had himself a, a decent day. Not maybe not the bit, best at bats in the world. But he had himself a decent day. Um, what I want to say about IKF, do you remember when there, there was a week where they brought up, I think when Cabrera first came up, he was playing short, and they put IKF at third, and he had like his best hidden week. He hit the grand slam against the Twins. He was playing really well at third base. It's exactly what you guys are saying. He's out of position, and he shouldn't be a shortstop. Not, he, maybe he's not, you know, I'm not saying shouldn't be a shortstop. He's capable of playing shortstop, but he's not. Like he's, not a short he's, stop. he's he's a he's a stop. He's as you said, he's a he's was gap stop. He said, just because you're capable doesn't mean you should do it. You could drive a car oh, from your fucking feet if you no, want to. That doesn't make it a good fucking idea. Yeah. All right, just because you have an eight inch dick doesn't mean you should start doing porn. Like you know, like you. you can <laughs> That's have not true. It one hundred percent means you should do porn. One hundred percent because uh, the rest uh, of us can't. I want to go into some some stats here because I noticed a lot of the I mean Gary Cole did have eight strikeouts and this is a ends a team Cleveland uh Cleveland I almost said Indian Cleveland Cavaliers Cleveland Guardians are very good at like being pesky it doesn't even flow bro. it doesn't even flow not even well, not even Guardians close. it doesn't the Cleveland Cavaliers sound better than Cleveland Indians sounded better yeah so they're a team that doesn't really strike out that often but they're pesky they put the ball in play. They they get their base hits. They they know they they know how to be pesky. Basically, I'm trying to say it. No, yeah, but well, that's I mean their mo because they're not that home run or nothing team. No, they're well, not. They, they were actually on the bottom of the league in home runs, and it right. showed today yeah. when the Yankees dropped three bombs or two bombs on them, and they didn't come close. But what I'm trying to say is the point they're making is that runners left on base eight, and team uh, bat, uh they were zero and eight with runners in scoring position, zero for eight. So the Yankees did a good job keeping them, keeping those base hits, limiting the damage, not getting them, letting them string those uh, hits together uh, today, especially Garrett Cole. So 
that's a really good job by Garrett Cole, and it's a good job by the bullpen as well. So, um, Garrett Cole uh, earned his thirty-six million, unlike Max Scherzer uh, didn't earn his forty-three point three three. Weird. Do you guys think that the, the there's some layover or not layover, some holdover from the last time the Guardians made an appearance in New York, where Stephen Kwan injured himself and Miles Straw thought it appropriate to challenge a bunch of drunk New Yorkers to a fight? He's lucky he didn't die that day, quite frankly. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't the hell I always appreciate that so kind honestly, of challenge, was, not for nothing. If I was there and I was drunk and he was like, punch me in the face, I probably would have hit him. Like, See, I got the from fucking SoCal yelling in my face at a baseball game in my city. Yeah, he's probably going to have a, broke, a, a black eye that day. Like, And then and then what would have been worse is I would have hit him in the face and he would have fallen off the fence and been laying on the floor next to Stephen Kwan. I think, uh, <laughs> let me ask, uh, you know, time for Rook's Corner. Uh, lawyer question of the day. If somebody challenges you to do a fight and then tells you, demands that you punch them in the face, are you liable and can you be arrested? Because, I mean, it, it, if you want to break things down like that, it's like uh, you bring a home a girl home from the bar and you're both sober and she insists that you yeah, do certain acts on her. It, I mean, can you then get charged for some kind of sexual assault? I don't think so. So if somebody's oh, telling God. you, begging you to punch them in the face, <laughs> Can you be charged for it? That's a great I question. Mean, there's a video of him saying, punch me in the face. Yeah, could you consent to someone punching you in the face? And then be Why like, not? You're an adult, right? Not, you're you're an adult, and there is such a law and such a thing in some states as equal combatants. And we saw it in Chicago this very summer where they let, like, three dudes off because they were all gangbangers who decided to shoot at each other, and they were like, yeah, no, they're equal combatants. We're just going to let them go. Why? You know, I have is, no idea. TJ is New York City. I actually don't know the question. If you, if you could send to someone punching in the face. But it is New York City. So if you had punched uh, Straw in the face at that point, <laughs> you probably would have been out within an hour. You'd the only fine. thing I didn't like was I saw on something on Twitter. Somebody said, I can't take somebody named Miles seriously. And I was like, uh, Miles Jack and Miles Garrett would like a word. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what's funny I about that? Seriously. You know what's funny about Miles Teller is a great actor. On Twitter, I saw that. Uh, on Twitter, I saw someone said in the first inning of the Yankees, uh, Yankee Stadium, during the game, they were already ch- chanting out "Straws of Pussy." <laughs> 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 the first inning, they were like, well, "We we never forget. We Yankee so, fans, we so, never forget. We're gonna rip you apart." Do you think there's some holdover with that? That the, the maybe the Guardians come into the Bronx and they're like, "Fuck, this is where we almost died that time." <laughs> maybe there might be. Remember they threw stuff at us? It was really yeah. bad. I don't want to piss them off again. If that's yeah. how they feel when they're winning, God knows what they'll do when they're losing. Listen, yeah. man. There's, there's, I just want to point that out. We won that game. Yeah. There's only there's certain there. stadiums, there's only certain arenas that hold that like aura, that special place, and everybody knows. It's just, you know, like a holy ground, uh, essentially, of the sport, like the Mecca. And even though old you know, Yankee Stadium isn't there anymore, uh, it's just a rotting piece of land, and you got this new shitty Yankee Stadium. And I'm sorry, it is shitty. The new Yankee Stadium is kind of shitty. Trying to figure out how you're saying a rotting piece of land. There's a park that little kids play on in the way. Yeah, they let it go to shit. It doesn't look nice. It doesn't I look nice. I don't think the typical New York City park. It's like, hey, yeah, this is where the Yankees used to play. Like you think we put some effort into it, but we don't because it's New man, York City. Holmes Dam Park says it right there. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, but I digress. Uh, 
there's always going to be, I feel like that 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 kind of the jitters, especially going into postseason October baseball, walking into Yankee Stadium. How, it, oh, you know, they opened. You made a stone not to be like shit in your brick, shit in a brick. They, they opened that stadium and they won the World Series. There's got to be a little yeah. bit of mis- assigned to it. That area, the ghosts just traveled across the street. That's all they did. Mm-hmm. I will say that the Cleveland Guardians may have some holdover from the fact the last two times they faced Yankees in the playoffs, they lost. I mean, but this is a different team. We're talking about the youngest team in no, baseball. I know. I know. They're right, but still, the Yankees were, what, 5-1 and one against them this season? Again, yeah, the youngest were. team in baseball. Yeah, they were. Uh, no, I was no. going to say, uh, but also there was a totally different team. The team at the time was called the Cleveland Indians. These are the Cleveland Guardians. So, yeah, definitely a totally different team. But, no, I mean, it's it's good to get a first first game win. You know, take a, take a one nothing series win, especially in a short series, only five games. It's always nice to get that first W. Uh, I think teams who win game one are like significantly have a higher percentage of winning the series. So it's a positive point for the Yankees. Garrett Cole did his job. Nestor Cortez in the mound tomorrow. Um, what do you guys feel about uh, – no, I'm sorry, not tomorrow, Thursday night. Um, what do you guys feel about Yankees' chances in game two with Nestor Cortez? I don't know if they named uh, Cleveland. Probably, probably not yet, but is it Bieber? Is Bieber be starting already by Thursday? Dustin Bieber? <laughs> Shane Bieber. Yeah, who Shane Bieber Justin? on Thursday night. So Who is Nestor Justin Cortez? Bieber? It's a crime-fighting Bieber. Shane, Shane Bieber uh, versus Nestor Cortez. So what do you guys think about the Yankees' shots at taking a 2-0 lead here going into Cleveland? I mean, you got Nestor Cortez on the bump, so he's been solid all year. I mean, he's... He's essentially been our ace. Let's call it what it is. Uh, I think not that Garrett Cole is not that I want to shit on Garrett Cole, but I mean the post spider attack Garrett Cole is not the same ace that we paid for. No, uh, not. You're at the line of is he really an ace? Is he not an ace? Uh, does he deserve the money that he's getting? It, it's I mean it's an argument. It's a legitimate argument. I'm not going to say that he didn't propel the team to where they are right now because he did. But it, it's still a conversation you can have. Nestor Cortez is like that diamond in the rough. That dude that it's like, how is he this good? And if I don't know how you're not confident going into this game. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I disagree with you on, on Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, I, what I think is the problem with Garrett Cole is that Yankee fans have – misunderstandings about how what a what kind of player a player from another team is when they come to the Yankees. So when we think of Garrett Cole playing for the Astros, we think of him as beating our ass every single time and every time we play against him he beats our ass. So we assume that for the whole season he just lights out because we suck donkey dick when we play this guy. But in actuality, he's a normal player like everybody else. He's he's an upper tier. He's still an upper tier guy, but his ERA was around 3 this year. I mean, he let he led he led his team in strikeouts. I mean, what more? Do, I mean, it doesn't really much mean much anymore because nobody gives a shit about striking out. But what, like, what more do you want from the guy? He he has a three ERA. I mean, obviously his ERA could have been lower. He had a rough for the, for the money we're paying twenty one wins twenty wins. Yeah, but again, wins aren't attributed to pitchers anymore. They don't give a shit about it either. I get it, but it's still something that you'd expect out of thirty six million dollars. It's a different league. That's not what he's paid to do. That's not what he's paid to do at all. What he uh, is paid to win. I'm not saying I agree with it, but that's not what he's paid to do. He's paid to win. 
He also broke the AL, well, not the AL record, the Yankees record for strikeouts in a season. Ron uh, again, uh, that's shenanigans. Know, okay? It's different because this Ron Gidry yeah, gave a fuck about strikeouts. Strikeout. Yeah, no, I agree. Everyone, yeah, strikes. and Ron Gidry won the fucking Cy Young that year. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good but, point. But, but I, I, I just think I think that in our heads, we like. I'll give an example: Jason Giambi. Jason Giambi didn't play poorly for the Yankees, but in our heads, he didn't play as good as he did with the Oakland Athletics. Not because he actually didn't play well, simply because in our heads, he hits a home run every fucking at-bat when he plays for the Oakland Athletics. When in actuality, that's just fucking not true. Yeah, when you watch 162 games of one guy versus they look very watching human. 30, what, like 20 Watching games. highlights. Yeah. It's, it's uh, between watching highlights and watching 162 games. Exactly. And I think that's what it comes down to. I don't think it's, it's that. And then you also bear in mind that Garrett Cole is getting older. Generally speaking, you don't get older and better. Now, at least not on the wrong side of 30. Unless yeah. you Barry Bonds. <laughs> Unless you Jason. Hey, now. Hey, now. But I do uh, want to yeah. say this. This is Shane Bieber's numbers from his last time out. He played against the Rays. They won the uh, Guardians win the game 2-1. He went 7.2 innings, three hits, one run, uh, eight Ks. So I think the Yankees, I mean, I'm not going to say automatic game two win. I mean, that's that's a tough matchup. You know, it's going to be a pitcher's duel. It's going to come down to Nesta versus Bieber and, whether or not who who makes a mistake first, so yeah. um, I think Judge, Judge was a little. He didn't have. He made some sort of impact in today's game, but he wasn't. No, he wasn't. The, not the Judge impact. No, he, he had walked. a I think, couple. He walked. He stole a base. He scored a run. Yeah, and then I think the rest of it, he struck out. I think he struck out twice already. So, um, and that's but that's Judge though. Judge is going to get a strikeouts, but then every now and then yeah. he's going to run into one to give you a big big home run or a big hit. Um, I like to see him do something in game two. Um, so yeah. too worried about him. But postseason has not been kind to Aaron Judge. I feel like he hasn't been like Aaron Judge in postseason yet. So I'd like to see him turn that around and have a good postseason game for once. Um, and well, Stan- I mean, as Yankee fans, we want to see that legendary moment of every playoff well, yeah, series. Of we want to see our big guy do something incredible. You know, pipe a five hundred and ten yard, ten uh, foot home run uh, with three men on. You know, for a grand. Slam! It, it, it's it's yeah. just what we look for, and it's because we're. I mean, it is true. We are definitely spoiled as fans because it seems like every World Series that we got to witness in our lifetime, we have that moment that we can key on. Like, yo, dude, you remember when Jeter did this, or you remember when A Rod yeah. did this in '09? It, it's just like it, the theatrics kind of like make themselves. The story writes itself with the Yankees. So I, I I'm with you, dude. Like you, you're waiting for that judge, like fucking moment that they're gonna write a book about and make a movie about. And Mike Frances is gonna be like, I remember where I was when I saw that. You know, like that bullshit nonsense. <laughs> the, only, uh, the only moment that judge uh, has, I think, I think uh, it was that wild card game against the A's, right? He had yeah. that, like in the first inning, he hit that like leadoff home run. That leadoff, like when he was a window run. thrower. But that <laughs> window thrower. He's a thrower. He's a window thrower. You ever see my snowblower? Uh, my snowblower. Snowblower, window thrower. <laughs> you want to see they, that? They, they're selling celebratory uh, cock. Uh, <laughs> you want to see Judge hit the lights like in the natural. That's what you want. You want it out there. Uh. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget. I was watching a compilation of people pranking Mike Francesa. It's amazing. I love it. It's so good. I love it. Like, the one. <laughs> Dude, the one that would like, uh, hey Mike, who do you think's who do you think's more upset or more disappointed, Met fans or your wife? 
<laughs> Dude, I almost crashed my car. I was listening to him while I was driving. I almost crashed. I love, I love, love one time he wasn't actually being pranked, but the guy was like, hey, uh, what do you think about the Detroit Tigers' uh, Al Albuquerque? And he's like, Al Albuquerque? Real, real original. Good one. Albuquerque, yeah, yeah. Make a left at Albuquerque. Yeah, real original. I'm like, then they're like, no, Mike, that's like a real player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, guys, Dude, Sammy, that, 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 uh, that and when he fell asleep. Fell asleep Dude, when he call. fell asleep. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, do you think, uh, you know, like plays like Sleepy Wilson and Snoozy McGuffin? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, funny. I wasn't asleep, okay? Okay. The guy was clearly trolling him, and he was like, "Do you think, um, hey Mike, do you think when the San Francisco Giants come into town, do they have uh, dinner with the New York Giants?" And like, the guy, he's like, "That's what you call about." He's like, "That is the dumbest." The two thing teams ever. have nothing to do with each other, okay? Just because they were both in New York once, okay? <laughs> and it's like, Mike, this is the guy's totally fucking with you. Like, what are you, what are you, like, what are you doing? Why? I mean, to say that they have nothing to do with each other is completely <laughs> false because the New York Football Giants are named after the New York Baseball Giants. No, we know that, but not anymore. They've been out in San Francisco for like 40 years now. Okay, they've been out in San Francisco for 60 years, but all right, go uh, on. All right, so we, we, <laughs> we, we lost uh, more like 65 or 70. Losing contact with reality in this recap. Uh, my question right. to you guys is, what do you think uh, the, the, the Yankees opt for uh, Matt Carpenter in the, uh, on the roster and DJ LeMayhew is not on the roster? What do you think we're going to get out of Matt Carpenter and what kind of role is he going to play going forward? I think he plays uh, the DJ role. Well, I think, well, DJ's hurt. He's had a foot injury. Right, 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 right. They, but, they just swapped spots. Matt Carpenter broke his foot before the season ended, came right. back to the playoffs. <laughs> DJ broke his foot after the season ended, left for the playoffs. Like, right. And, and do you think, but do you think Matt Carpenter is 100%? Do you think they're going to utilize him as much as, listen, Matt Carpenter was, uh, I mean, a great player going through the season. I, he had a lot, a lot to do with the, a lot of wins that they had so far. A lot of heroics out of Matt Carpenter this season. Do you think that's going to kind of push them and propel them into utilizing him more? Or do you think he's just going to be that flex player that they're going to, you know, maybe a pinch it here um, or there or, a, you know, defensive swap, something like that? It's the playoffs. Unless he's going to bat again. Listen, who pitched today? Uh, uh, this guy, uh, uh, Cal uh, Quantrill, pinched today. Oh, yeah. He's right-handed. That was the moment to pit to play uh, to play Matt Carpenter if you were going to play him a lefty bat to get a lefty in the lineup. They didn't do right. it. He's not playing unless it's a pinch hit or an emergency. Okay, you know I, I just I can't see it happening that way. He's not yeah. a defensive upgrade, and you're not going to pitch. You're not going to play a bad player. That batting somebody like Hicks, Gonzalez, or Carpenter makes sense before like an injury or like you're trying to get some sort of advantage because the guy has plus numbers against that pitcher. I think yeah. he's just a player that at the plate though rises to the occasion, isn't afraid of the moment at all. Yeah, I think I was gonna say he's gonna be like remember Raul Abanez in 2020. Oh yeah, dude, that series where every time the guy got up, he seemed like he was yeah. hitting a home run. Like, I got to Matt Carpenter, like, them being down late, IKF is up, and they're like, we're pinch hitting for you. I <laughs> can't have him fucking hit. And then yeah. he just comes in and hits a fucking bomb. Like, I, that's I, that's a Mark Carpenter I want to see. So, I, I, I don't have a problem with that, but the question mm-hmm. I guess I have is then who plays shortstop after you take IKF out of the game? You move Glaber over, and then you play Marvin Gonzalez. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know what? We, we clown on IKF, but he is the guy that would get the big hit in the eighth inning to win the game. No, that may, I know. I, I'm, I'm kind of just fucking around with that. But I mean, so the question he, I have is maybe for someone like Oswald, Oswaldo Cabrera. Like, I know he's young. I, I think that's hitter, more reasonable. But that's probably you probably would put him in for that. And then he'll just play the outfit the rest of the game if he doesn't hit on monitor or whether so, he doesn't or whatever happens. Correct me if I'm wrong. Cabrera's a switch hitter. I think he might be. I so I don't see them pinch hitting for him either. Yeah. Let me see. I just, it did, I don't see anything in the lineup where you're looking at a guy, unless it's the catcher. And you're like, all right, I got another catcher for, the, for to play defense. Yeah, but Trevino, I would trust. So you don't Trevino think Matt, Matt Carpenter starts any game this this series? I, I I don't think so. I don't think he's. I definitely don't think he starts. He's definitely just a bench guy to come in, like make a big, have a big hit or something like that. He might play, I, dude. I, I mean, I play, could be wrong, and I understand the player. defensive argument, but I I think I think he should start a game, I, at least one game, but, if but, not two. But, but who's going to sit down to do what? I, yeah, I understand, but the Yankees put themselves in that position. They're going to have to make a tough decision and and, and throw no, them so out they there. Don't to make a, they don't have to make a tough decision. This guy hasn't played in a month. They don't have to make a tough decision at all. I get it, but he's probably one of the most solid Yankees through the entire season until he got hurt. He hasn't played in a month. He hasn't played in more than a month, like two or three months. <sighs> I, oh, Sal, easy Sal with the dude, no, it's it's dude, I, 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 I just think yeah. the guy has the ability to rise to the occasion. He has that spark of you know the the you just like his fucking mustache. Yeah, you I, do. I mean, who doesn't like his mustache? I mean, that's quality Donnie baseball mustache. You, wanna, you, wanna that you can't ride? you can't beat that. No, I do not <laughs> ride my own mustache if I want to. <laughs> That'd be wild to see. <laughs> I'd actually pay for that. No, <laughs> do do yoga in my spare time, but that's besides the point. He, he can lick his own back. <laughs> that's incredible. All right. Well, my question for you guys to wrap this thing up is: What are your keys to game two to get the victory and take a two um, score more runs? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You score more runs than the other guy. You gotta be. You gotta score more points than the other guy. Bam. <laughs> no. Okay, you gotta score more runs. Okay. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta make less errors. All right. And uh, what? What? What do you think, there, uh, Mad Dog? You're right, Mike. All right. Great. Great interjection. <laughs> I was love, trying to do the love your contribution to the cause. <laughs> I was just like, God, Madden used to always do that, like. If they don't get 10 yards here, they can't get a first down. <laughs> you know, the quarterback is going to run out with a ball, and then he's going to throw it to the receiver, and then if he gets over the goal line, it's a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Fucking Frank so Elliott, that was great. This way, and boom, gets yeah. hit by another player. <laughs> See the offensive lineman? He's, he pulls here, bang. Uh, you know what? It's hard to make fun of John Madden because he introduced us to the turducken. And I mean, anytime you stuff a bird inside a bird, inside a bird and cook it, it's a win. Like, it's a win. I'm it's only even better if you put a beer inside that first bird. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, it's like, Five hey, I just shot this cow and then I shot a pig and I shoved it in the cow and we're going to cook it all together. I mean, we kind of do that, don't we? Like when you, whenever you make a bacon, bacon wrap uh, filet mignon, yeah, delicious. Or, or <laughs> our burger with bacon bits in it. Ah, oh, that's a good point. So good. Oh, anyway. I mean, seriously, what are your what are your keys? What are your keys to the game 
Uh, Nestor Cortez doing what he's done all season and, you know, showing up, um, holding the Guardians to a run or two. Um, I don't think the Yankees are going to be that powerhouse team to put up, you know, seven or eight runs a game. They'll do it once a series, I want to say. But I think it's going to be more of a keeping the Guardians from scoring runs and the Yankees taking advantage when they can. So if Nestor Cortez can go out there and and keep the Guardians to one or two runs, I think they, they he puts the Yankees in a great position to win. Nick, yeah, I think um, I think Nestor Cortez pitching is gonna, pitching overall is going to be important. The bullpen included because the bull, bullpen has been shaky at this end of the season, mm-hmm. having lost a few arms. I can't believe we didn't talk about Aroldis Chapman getting kicked off the postseason roster. Oh, and essentially, yeah, we did not. I think his tenure as a Yankee is over with, mm-hmm. and I can't say I'll miss him by any stretch of the imagination. Nope. He can go beat his wife on some other team. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I, I think that uh, – I think timely hitting is what's going to be important. I think – we, we, you can't have stupid mistakes like pimping home runs that aren't home runs. Um, grounding into double plays, you can't do that shit. Um, defense has got to be tighter. Two plays today that were just, just between IKF uh, just whiffing on that ground ball uh, in the first yeah. inning. And and the whole Rizzo, Trevino, Donaldson transaction, which led to no outs uh, <laughs> on a ground ball to first base. Uh, th- that that shit can't happen, and that will come back to bite you in the ass. I think uh, no less strikeouts. That's that's put the ball in play, like especially if you're somebody like Oswaldo Cabrera. They're shifting on the kid. The kid is brand fucking new. Yeah, brand new. They should not be shifting on you when you're brand new. And if they are, bunt the fucking ball down the other way, dude. I agree. Learn the fucking bunt. You're young. You can run. So My, I think uh, it's pitching though the bullpen especially. Yeah, I think I agree with both of you guys. I think it was definitely keys to victory. I, my my keys are going to be Judge and Stanton. We need them to have good at bats and have big hits from them. We're going against Bieber. I think Bieber's, you know, get them get them working long into the uh, deep counts, three twos, two twos before you you strike out swing. And if you're going to strike out swing, because it's going to happen with Judge and Stanton, but we need big hits from the timely hitting from them. Um, those those I think those two guys wake up. And Stanton, Stanton's that type of guy. Even last year, I think. No, I'm sorry, not last year. Well, last year he did in the wild card game. He he was the only Yankee that hit in the wild card game last year against the Red Sox. And then in what was it 2020 when they had that series against the Rays, and and against Cleveland as well. Um, he was he was raking. You know, he was hitting home run here and there. Right. Levels. He was crushing the ball. So I want to see that playoff Stanton come to life. And I think if he goes that way, if we get Stanton in God mode, you know, that's a good mm-hmm. chance the Yankees. You know finally get into a world series the first time since 2009. So I want to, I want to see judge and state wake up. I know it's one game say wake up, but it's a short series. So my keys are getting judge and Stanton going. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, before we get going uh, a little recap for the rest of the league, obviously yeah. uh, walk off home run for the Houston trash throws uh, against the Mariners. The Mariners blow a lead in the ninth inning, give up three runs, in the ninth to lose to the Houston Trastros. Jordan Alvarez is an incredible hitter, though. I know we hate the Astros, and I hate them. I I just can't wait until they go back to the way they were prior to 2012, and they lose all their fans again, and nobody wants them, and they're back to, like, their stadium being named after a fucking embezzling piece of shit company, and, like, 
just the downfall. I really can't wait. Like, I'm just tired of these fucking Fairweather fans. They've only been there for 10 years. They don't even know who the killer bees are. Yeah, but Jordan Alvarez is probably going to be gone once uh, his contract's up. Because he's yeah. a great fucking player. He's a good player. Can't hate on him. Um, the Phillies beat the Braves. That was a surprising game. And the Braves actually came back. They were down. They came back. And then right now we've got the Padres at the Dodgers. Mike Clevenger got slapped around like a baby back bitch. Oh, I actually just wanted I actually just wanted to say this. The guy who was pitching for the Padres looked like uh the guy from uh what was it, the rookie in the rookie of the year or the little big league? Little big league. Who's the guy from who plays first base? The, man, the redhead. Lou? Lou? Yeah, Lou Collins. Lou the Collins? pitcher like Lou Collins. Do you see him walk off the mound? Look him up. No. He looks like Lou Collins. He looked like Rick <laughs> He has the beard and everything. It's really funny. I asked your mom to marry me. Ask your mom to marry me. Ask you. She said they ask you. That is just piss poor defense right there. Uh, Will Myers just hit a home run, <laughs> making this game five-one Dodgers here Man. in the top of the fifth. Uh, again, Mike Clevenger started off two and two-thirds inning, six hits, five runs, four earned, two walks, three strikeouts, one home run resulting in a 13.5 ERA on the bump for the Dodgers. We're looking at Jose Urias. Uh, pretty good so far. He's been going four innings pitch, one hit. Uh, he just gave up that dinger. So now it'll be that two hits. Hit. It'll, be that, it'll be the two hits now. Oh, two uh, hits. Game, game is far from over at this point, but it looks like Dave Roberts is saying maybe that wasn't a home run. What? Maybe a fan reached over and, and caught that ball. Um. But uh, Sandy Koufax is at the game tonight. Oh, really? Oh, look, this Francisco Savelli. What is he? Is he like a, a coach now? Is he a backup catcher? That is a home run. I'm sorry, Dave Roberts. He's a Here fan of the game. He's a fan of the game. He's the fan of the game. Yeah, he's <laughs> probably a coach right now. I thought he retired. Uh, I guess he's a coach, right? Because he retired. Yeah. Francisco Savelli. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's there on a Make-A-Wish situation. He's the, he's the original tied stallion. I'm sorry. I don't know who that outfielder is because I frankly don't watch. I don't stay up this late to watch baseball games. But that's true. That was a bad jump. Uh, really bad. Was a bad jump. jump. That ball. Uh, yeah, like that was weird. He like shorted himself. I don't know what he just did, but uh, it, it almost looked like he jumped four feet in front of the wall. And then by the time he got to the wall, he was only like his wrist made it over the top. I gotta figure out who this pitcher is because this guy looks like Luke Collins. <sighs> I think you think all redheads look the same. <laughs> Solus? Stephen Wilson is his name. Stephen Wilson. I won't have any of the ginger slander. All right. He's just a redhead with a beard, dude. <laughs> I guess Seamus from fucking WWE looks like Luke Collins too. <laughs> Greg looks like Luke yeah. Collins. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this thing up. You know who looks like Luke Collins? The dude that tried to kill the president's son. <laughs> in in uh in first kid. Just saying. Just saying, thank God Sinbad was there. Yeah, good thing Sinbad saved I'm the sorry, president's that's son. That's poor effort. It's like he didn't know the wall was coming up and he crashed into the wall mid jump and he didn't he just didn't get up at all. And well, what kind of president's son murderer jumps into a fucking fountain in a ball? <laughs> I, I, was, I wasn't talking about the pitcher. I was talking about the left fielder. But all right, I'm just saying. All right, boys. I think that's about. 
Yeah, I think we, we, we've lost uh, touch with reality. Yeah, it's been a long one. Too many third-period bourbons. <laughs> Not enough in my book, but. Nick, take us on home, buddy. Well, thanks for joining us for this uh, Yankees post game. We'll catch you again next time. Next post game will be Thursday if we got one rolling together. Um, look for us. We'll probably. We, I think we're going to do a few games with third period bourbon this year. We'll be doing some Rangers post games if we get the opportunity, or if we've been drinking enough, it might get a little weird. Um, but uh, from all of us here, we might just show up, in, show up in Florida at his front door and kidnap him. We should. We should take him right to a Ranger game. It's like, hey, guess what? 22 hours in a burlap sack on this ride up I-95. Enjoy. <laughs> I, I say we learn Arabic, and we only speak Arabic as we kidnap him and, and drive <laughs> the thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're driving up 95 with this Marine in the back of a van, speaking only Arabic. <laughs> to learn Arabic, Jesus. With just the heat blasting in the back. <laughs> Start waterboarding him. <laughs> Terrible. This is how people get canceled. Um, <laughs> worst prank ever. Sleep Which breaks out. The and show. Kills two of us. <laughs> oh shit! Kills two of us. All right. Which two? I don't know. I mean, you never kill the driver, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, from all of us here at the Scoreboard <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Just remember, if you're going to kidnap somebody, make sure you're the driver. Yeah, I agree. You would save that chat. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.